What's up, everybody? ZMT Sports back, episode two, week three of the NFL season. I'm here with my co-host, Michael Dakunzak. What is up, Tom? We're unfortunately without the Z part of our ZMT podcast. Zach's a little busy. Hopefully, we can get him back next week for our next show and, uh, you know, get the three amigos going. Absolutely. As usual, our forecast for the show is we'll start with our our teams around here, our sure. local landscape. We include the Cowboys in our local landscape with two Cowboys fans on this podcast and America's they're, team. They're America's yeah, team. Yeah, no. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And they are local. They're they, everywhere. They are. They're everywhere. And then we'll talk our fantasy, who to start, who to sit, who to buy low, who to sell high. And then like any good podcast has, I said this last week, gambling. Baby. Gambling. Gambling. I'm our picks, in. our football picks for the weekend. Let's get it going. All right, we're back. Local football landscape. Last week, we touched on the Giants last. So I say we start with them. How yeah, do you feel about that? I right? think out of the three games, two, like Cowboys, Falcons, Jets, 49ers, and then the Giants, Bears, I feel like what we have to talk about most, I think the Giants should be first because they're at least relevant. That might, be, yeah. that might sound rude, but I feel like that game, it was a good game. It was. It was. But I feel like out of our sake, too, because we don't give a crap about the Giants, we're just doing it for our friends. Exactly. I think I think we should talk about that first to get out the way. Yeah, and it was a tough loss, 17-13, final drive. Last play of the game was a throw into the end zone. So for Giant fans, it was, you've got so many years. They're the second worst team of football record-wise last five years, yes. which is hard to, to, to imagine, imagine yeah. with because it's the Giants. And it's New York. Yeah. You know? And, you know, they've actually been worse than the Jets, but we won't touch on that. But w- w- that's <laughs> You're so happy to say yes, that. <laughs> because the Jets get so much heat, and, and it's like the Giants just go go in the background. They, but anyway, yeah. it's like Giant fans, and that game was like, oh, this is going to be the game. We were down 17-3. We're, we're staging this comeback. This is the moment. Daniel Jones, we lost Barkley. The team's rallying. New head coach. Giant football's back, and they fell short mm. because they're not back yet. And I think that's what hit Giant fans the most. Most of the time, they probably didn't care last year during games. They're invested now this year, and they have suffered, I would say, two tough losses back-to-back. This one being tougher than week one, but I think the whole dynamic of last play in the end zone, was it a defensive pass interference on Golden Tate? Was it offensive pass interference? Who knows? What is a tough one? What do, yeah. what do you think? I'm just saying, uh, actually, what you were saying, like it was, it was definitely a rally for the sake of Saquon Barkley. Wishing him well. I hope he gets well soon. Oh, yeah, I, do, I do love Saquon. Because um, he's a great player, yeah. and uh, it's very unfortunate what happened to him. It's very unfortunate what happened to a lot of players in the yeah. NFL this past yeah. weekend. Well, it was well crazy. speaking of Saquon, I'm gonna just throw this in there. I-, I want him to get healthy for when he's a Jet in two years. So, so you think so? Oh yeah, he's a Jet fan. Grew up a Jet fan. His dad's a Jet fan. Talk about a backfield right there. You oh, think? Well, Le'Veon Bell will be gone. Uh, but, you don't think so? Oh yeah, that's why we'll sign Saquon. Yeah, so we need him. Saquon, if you're gonna listen to this, like Jalen Ramsey, Mike wanted to hear. You know, Jalen Ramsey yeah. last week. Saquon, if you ever get this to you, I can't wait for you to be wearing green in a couple of years. I think that'd be kind of weird, but uh, yeah, whatever makes Tom happy. Exactly. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and the Jets and Cowboys play for four years anyway. So if you want to destroy us every four, once every four years, I'm fine with that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, like I think it was it was definitely meant for the rally aspect, and it was very respectable. That just shows the kind of character and coaching style that Joe Judge has. That they have a bunch of guys that didn't want to give up despite the lack of players that they have at the moment. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they fell short off of one play, ten yards from the end zone. Was it offensive pass interference? Who knows? But at the same time, you got to respect the Giants and the effort of the comeback, and they almost had it just one play short. Yeah, I don't, I don't think effort's an issue with the Giants anymore. I think it's just roster. I don't think they're good enough. And listen, 
They're getting a banged up 49ers team this week. I, literally banged up. And I'll touch on that later when I talk about the Jet game from last week. Uh, so this is their chance. If if they're real about this year, they gotta they gotta win this game. Yeah, you can't, you can't start 0 three with this new with this new coach new and new expectations. Yeah, no. And this is a winnable game. And I think the Giants are at that point now where because they have fought and they've come so close to winning, you could say they were close week one. Daniel Jones interception in the goal line, you know, that was a Big drive to, to tie. I think it was to tie the game or even take the lead. I can't remember completely. But then they fall short by, like you said, 10 yards week two. It's like, okay, now we're facing a 49ers team without Garoppolo, without Bosa, without Solomon Thomas, Mozart, without Mozart, without right. Coleman. It's And on the road, again. It's literally the practice squad for the 49ers right now. Yeah, the Giants have to win this game. If they lose this game. There's a lot of questions that have to be asked. Exactly. And that is and and that is where you got to draw a line as a Giant fan. This is a must win. They have to win. Yeah. There's no way. If Garoppolo is playing Bosa, Tom, if all those guys were healthy and playing, and if they lose, I say they lose. So be it. Yeah, yeah. just play tough like they did the last two weeks. But now this this has turned into a, a winnable game and a must win, in my opinion, on the outside looking in. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. J E T S J J J. Owen two John. Oh my God. Owen two Tom. How are you feeling about this last week's performance by your New York Jets, bro? Bro. If you could see the frustration on Tom's face right now, I would pay millions to see it again. This team is so bad. They're incompetent from top to bottom. They literally are abysmal. I can't there's not enough bad adjectives in the English language to describe the New York Jets. That's how bad they are. And I don't I, I'm blaming it all on Adam Gase, I think. I really this dude. I'm, I'm exactly, from MetLife Stadium, people, I'm exactly 96 miles from my house in Tom's River. If I'm 96 miles away and I can call the play calls that Adam Gase is calling for a kid that's never put pads on in his life to play football, that has basically just watched football his whole life, that's a problem if the NFL, if, if I can know what an NFL offense You're is You're an expert, my guy. Yeah. Bullshit. Adam Gase <laughs> sucks, and he's he, he's ruining Darnold. And, and and this is where I where I go with the Jets is is I think most Jet fans we're we're now fans of Sam Darnold. We could get the the team itself is a dumpster fire. The owner sucks. The coach sucks. We we're we're now all gathering around the quarterback because he's getting slander and disrespected from NFL outlets because. Of a coach and an organization that has failed him. He's got more talent than Josh Allen. He's got more talent than Baker Mayfield. He's got more talent than Joe Burrow. He's Across the line, you could say he's got more talent and he could be a better quarterback in the right situation than any of those quarterbacks. Can I cut you off? But he's on the Jets. Yeah, Can I cut ahead. you off? Let me ask you something because I know last week you had your questions about Sam Darnold. You were like, I don't know if this is the guy anymore. And yeah. and, and, I, and I'm going to agree with you. I think Sam Darnold is very talented. There was one play in that game last week where he was rolling to the left and made an incredible throw. He does make a lot of great throws that other quarterbacks cannot do. I, I can honestly admit that Sam Darnold can be the real deal. Why did you go from, oh, I don't know if Sam Darnold's the guy anymore, to Adam Gase isn't the guy anymore? What made you change your mind from one-week perspective? Well, I always thought Adam Gase wasn't the guy. But week one, I thought there were plays for Sam Darnold to make that he didn't. Okay. And that's what scared me a little bit. Like, Crowder on one play, I know you didn't watch. He rolled out to the right. Crowder was open. Because Crowder broke his route because of scramble drill. And not only did Sam Darnold not throw it away, he got sacked. And he had Crowder wide open. So I saw that play. I was like, whoa. So first dri- yeah, first couple drives of the game, he was missing receivers left and right by six yards. I'm like, damn, maybe he's not. But then I realized no preseason. Like I, After just taking a step back, I'm like, no preseason, no, no game plan really. Because when you go into week two, 
Same thought as on the money. Every throw he's making, he's getting called, putting it on guys' chests, putting it on the hands, uh, uh, rolling out, making crazy plays, rushing for a first down on third and 11, breaking two tackles. Sam Darnold was in the zone, and when you have a quarterback in the zone, you call plays for him. You don't hand the ball to Frank Gore 21 times, yeah. the 37-year-old Frank Gore. So now I'm realizing, whoa, Adam Gase's play calling sucks. But then also, Jeff, you got to step back and go, wait, in the third quarter at one point, his only two receivers were Josh Malone and Braxton Berrios. So where does that blame go? And I'm going to touch on that now. That blame goes on the GM plus the head coach. Adam Gase is stubborn. Adam Gase causes the same plays, doesn't motion his receivers, doesn't give his quarterback luxury to luxury to make any moves because he believes his play, if executed, is going to work. You know what the problem with that is? Every NFL player play caller thinks that when their play is executed, it's going to yeah, work. You have to be able to adjust. Case, yeah. yeah. Because Adam Gase is stubborn, he probably tells the GM, listen, we can make, I can make this offense work like this. You know, we don't have to go and sign Robbie Anderson, who's third in the league in, in receiving yards now. No, we don't have to re-sign him for the extra $2 million. I can make it work with Crowder and, and our rookie Mims and Perriman. This offense can work with these guys, so we're going to roll with them. All right, cool. What happens when they get hurt? What's happening right now? So no. it, it, it just stems. <laughs> I mean, uh, there was a protest. Like, to put it in perspective, Jet fans are getting so frustrated they're taking time out of their day to drive to the practice facility to protest the head coach. Like, isn't that a huge red flag? Like, fire the fucking guy. Fire him. Like, just get him out. Like, we don't want him here. We're tired of watching him. We, he's not a brilliant offensive mind. Our owner called him a brilliant offensive mind last week. And your owner has dementia. The Jets have scored, like, 14 points in two weeks before garbage time. I, I, I can go on and on about the Jets how bad they were. But but you asked me how I like week two. Listen, they lost to the Niners. They got killed. What killed me was the fourth and one run to Josh Adams. I loved how Gase went for it, but he gave it to Josh Adams. His only carry of the game was on a fourth and one play when the Jets were down seven to three, driving. Literally driving. And then you could just tell that the players, and this is the last bit before you know we go into the crazy yeah, like Cowboy it. win, which was just unbelievable. You could tell these players don't want to play for Gase. The Jets gave up an 80-yard touchdown run on the first play of the game. Before I could even get comfortable, they're down 7-0 on an 80-yard touchdown run. Then later in the game, they show a pulse, right? They're down 21-3, to right? But they're showing a pulse. It's, it's like 13 minutes left in the third quarter. So basically a whole half of football left. It's third and 31 from the Jets' six-yard line. And they give up a 55-yard run. I love that. 55 yards. The Niners got a field goal on that drive, make it 24-3, whatever. Jets drive down the field, which makes the whole freaking third and 31 run worse. It's fourth and seven. They're down 24-3. Adam Gase kicks a field goal instead of going for it on fourth and seven. Kicks a field goal. Now, Mike, let me ask you a question. Yes. How many scores are you down if you're down 24-3? Three. How many scores are you down if you're down 24-6? Three. Why kick the field goal? <laughs> Go for it. You're going to be down three scores no matter what. You're going to need three touchdowns no matter what. I guess they're just playing. Go for it. He was playing it safe. I don't know why. You, you know what he said? What? We didn't have any play calls that matched their defense for fourth and seven. So we took the points. You know what that signals to me as a fan? That guy stinks. And they're waving the white flag. They're giving up. They, they're giving up on the game. That guy stinks. So he sucks. They're going to get killed by a million this week. They play the Colts. They're 11-point underdogs. They're going to get killed. They're without their starting center, their starting right tackle, 
no Crowder, no Perriman, no Bell. They're going to get smacked around. I feel again for Sam Donald because I bet you Sam Donald, the Colts defense is good. I bet you Sam Donald's stat line this week looks like uh, 17 for 30, 198 yards, a touchdown, an interception. People are going to be questioning Sam Donald again. Absolutely. But he's going to be throwing the guys like, let me just ask you if you ever heard of these guys. Because you're a Cowboy I, fan. I can't even tell you. I Lawrence Kager. Braxton Berrios. Josh Malone. Have you ever heard of these guys? Sounds like the Eagles was wide receiving core last year. Yeah. I don't even know who the hell these guys are. One, but they had Doug Peterson. Let me not get into that. But <laughs> that's, that's they true. made it work. Gaze is showing he can't make it work with anybody. So to say I'm disappointed with the Jets is an understatement. I'm just disgusted at this point. That, that's really how this sucks, sucks, sucks. Talking about them just makes me sick now. You look depressed. Let's stop talking about them. How about the Cowboys? Let's talk about them. I want to parlay because of that comeback. Thank you, Atlanta Falcons. Thank you. How did you feel? 28-3 who? That's what I got to say. Now, um, let me say something. I think the Cowboys' comeback was immaculate. I think it was awesome. Obviously, as a fan, you love seeing comebacks like that, especially if your team's on the end of it. Once-in-a-lifetime right? win. Once-in-a-lifetime win. You're, like, you're never going to forget this well, year. Nope. No matter what year, no matter how much time goes down the road. But it worries me how freaking bad this team started off. If you do that against a team that you know that's not going to blow a lead like that, like, I don't know, the Seahawks or, like, they're going to play this week, the Seahawks or the Patriots or the Chiefs, like, these really good teams. You don't stand a chance. You don't stand a chance. You're not going to see a miracle comeback. Let's let's put this into perspective, Tom. Let's say that they didn't come back because I'd be just as upset as you right now. Yeah. But they did. I got lucky. We got lucky in your parlay. Nice. Yep. But. Let's go, boys. It was 29-10 to 10 at one point. Right? 21 nothing at one point. There was three turnovers in the first four drives of the game. Dak got hit from behind. There was a fumble. Don Schultz fumbled. Zeke fumbled twice in the drive. They luckily got one back. But they also fumbled. He fumbled again on the same drive. Yeah. There are so many turnovers. There are so many problems. The defense was just letting wide open touchdowns open. And, and I mean, it didn't help that Atlanta had starting position on, their, uh, on the Cowboys side of the field half the time. Yeah. But... It just did not look good, and and I'm going to be honest with you. I know I'm a Dyer Cowboys fan. I mean, I need to get this game passed because I couldn't find a game to save my life, but I generally didn't watch the game. I was updating it live, like the live... Yeah, and then you saw... You know, like, like live play-by-play on Bleacher Report. Shout out to Bleacher Report. Sponsor us. But I was literally watching it on there, and I, I saw everything, but not actually saw everything. Yeah. But even just seeing... These things pop up. It was just disgusting. I didn't even want to watch this game, but now as a real fan, you're gonna you're gonna still you're gonna check it out yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and watch that game. Instead, I watched live. I watched the Eagles lose again, which was fantastic. Oh, God, <laughs> my heart. But if we were gonna just talk about the first half, I'm disgusted. I'm I'm literally miserable. Like what the hell, McCarthy? Feel like a going Jet fan. for feel like a Jet fan, and McCarthy, like yeah, the guy's trying to show he is nuts, but. Who fakes a punt twice? Twice on their own side of the field. He's sick. Like he was at like the twenty to thirty, right? One yeah. was at the twenty, one was at the thirty. You're giving the Falcon, you're giving Matt Ryan an easy twenty yard touchdown every time. I, I don't know. Like I guess the guy's trying to show nuts, but I I just don't I just don't like it. I, you know, if I was a coach, I mean, I got some big nuts, but I wouldn't freaking call a play like that. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? Fake punts, but no way. I gotta give it to. I gotta give it to the defense for holding holding the minimum despite all the points they left the first half. They obviously adjusted the yeah. game plan and halftime worked. And I gotta give a shout out to you know I love you know how much I love Dak Prescott. I think that guy absolutely balled out. Um, and uh, 
you know, he deserved to be NFC Offensive Player of the Week. I, I thought he really did three rushing touchdowns, one pass touchdown, 425 yards. He he yes. absolutely balled out. That that's your that's the guy you need to sign. You and, and, I, and I think if he if he was if he if last night last night oh my god last game was his chance his final diehard chance to get that contract he proved himself and in my opinion well, and and the money signs just keep going up up and up exactly the dollars the the price he proved that he could up. be a franchise guy with with a comeback performance like that but, but he proved it way before this was just like ice no on the I agree oh yeah I agree one hundred percent I mean I was I was so my football setup is. I have two TVs going. I have one on on um, Red Zone. Then I have the student U package, so I pick a game I want on another TV. And then the big TV in my basement is a Jet game. You're diehard. So, yeah. So, <laughs> I would be watching the Jet game, and then I glance at the Red Zone, and all I saw was the Falcons scoring. I'm like, what the hell is going on? The Giants are down 17-3. The Jets are, are down 14-3. The Cowboys are down 21 nothing. Justin, our friend Justin Roosh, texted me and goes, dude, this is like the worst week of – like." Football, I'm depressed right now. I, yeah. I, and all of our teams, who are all 0-1, are getting absolutely blown out minutes into their game. Yeah. And it's like, 2020, what, what's going on? Exactly. And I was pumped when the Cowboys came back. I hit a, I hit a four-leg parlay because the, the Cowboys came How back. How about two twenty-five okay, on like a fifteen-dollar okay. bet, which was which was which was, was, time, which was yeah. amazing, and I was inches away from from live betting them to come back. But but the way Justin was texting me, I wasn't watching the Cowboy game. Yeah. I thought they were playing like terrible. I heard about the three turnovers. I have Zeke on my fantasy team. He had like no points. I'm like, well, I'm like, you know what? Maybe the Cowboys are really in trouble. Yeah. I'm not gonna touch the live bet. But anyway, I was just pumped. Like like Jets and Giants, they suck. The Cowboys have hope. So me being a Jet fan, I can root for the Cowboys. I root for the Giants because. I root for the Giants because of I'm going to tell you one person and that's Kamar because that guy because he's a good fan like yeah. he's a good fan he doesn't trash talk to Jets other Giant fans I mean I had Giant fans text me week one saying the Jets are this just like the worst team in football I mean obviously he's right but but as a Jeff as a Giant fan who's probably a fan of like the third worst team in football you can't talk shit yeah exactly but like back that's to my the only reason why yeah, I find some like, Giant fans annoying. we 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 cover the Giants out of respect for our friends yeah but. They suck, you know. Like, they, like, yeah. they, like they stink. You know, what? I'll like, say, I'll say, John and Justin too. Yeah, no, they're, they're good. They're good yeah, they're, Giants. They're, they're, obviously, yeah. They're, they're, but my, there are some Giants fans like I can't, I can't even mention that. Like they think they're the best team ever, and yet the because last, they won two Super Bowls. But the last decade, like what the hell, man? I know. Oh, we're getting, we're getting, we're going a little bashful on the Giants right now. We're bashing them right I'm now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like Danny. Giants. I just had to take a step back. I'm like, well, we're a little, we're bashing them right well, now. I forgot to mention like three of my other friends that are Giant fans too that I 100, percent you know, root for like the Giants because of them too. And I'm like sitting back. I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm bashing them. Well, right here's now. the one thing I will say, just to take away all the bash I just said. If I had to. If I had the Giants organization and I had the Eagles organization hanging off a cliff, you already know I'm picking up the Giants. Oh, you're pushing the you're drop kicking the Eagles. Oh, I, I am freaking curb stomping <laughs> them, and they can fall off the hill. I yeah, less. oh, that's crazy. But no, I'm 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 ex, I'm ex, I'm ex, it is. But we're, we're finishing up. We're wrapping it right now. And in my head, yeah. I was just like, we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, but I'm pumped that the Cowboys won at least one of the local teams in our like our landscape, our friend group around New Jersey here is one and one. There's hope for the Cowboys now. You. Be, the Cowboys being one on one with that big comeback, you have hope going into the Seahawks game, rather than being zero and two going yeah, into the Seahawks. More game. momentum than no momentum. A lot more, a lot of more, uh, more momentum. Ugh, I can't speak. Fuck. Anyway, time to talk some fantasy. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Bet we'll be back with our fantasy picks next.
Welcome back. We're about to talk some fantasy picks. Tom Leone, how did you do in fantasy this past week? I went over. Over? Over four. I'm in four fantasy leagues. I did not win one fantasy really? matchup this week. Nope. I'm having a bad start to my fantasy. I'm 0-2 in two leagues. I am 1-1 one one in really? two leagues. Wow. So, I'm sorry. I'm 0-2 in three leagues, and I'm 1-1 one in one, one league. <laughs> I suck. No, my, my no, my team, my teams have just. I've I've had the mo- I had the most points against in three of the four leagues. So that'll do it. Someone put two thirty on me last week. I'm like, what the? F-? And I have the second most points four in one of the leagues. I'm zero two in. So I'm not worried yet. I'm not panicking. It's early. In the How about you? Season. I'm only in one league, and uh, I was zero one to start off last week, but I I won one again. Ooh, you got a big win. To, big win. Thanks to. Mr. Dakota Prescott, 43 points, man. Nice. I know he, uh, wow, he had a big whammy. game. Yeah, so, uh, so I am one-on-one in my fantasy. I know now we're about to talk about what guys we would sit this week, what guys we would start this week, oh, yeah. um, and let's get to it, Tom. What about you? Well, well clearly you shouldn't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just announced that I'm 0-2 in three leagues and 1-1 one in one another. You're a smart guy. Shut but... up. <laughs> You're a smart guy. There's some, there's some interesting plays this week, and, you know, you might not – not think of these guys as as moves to make, but I'm probably going to surprise some people with what I'm about to say next. And I think with wide receiver one potential, but I probably would start him in my flex, is Russell Cage out of uh, Atlanta. He did phenomenal last week. He did. Uh, and I think Julio is a little more banged up than people are saying. And I believe Ridley and Cage complement each other a lot. And I think Atlanta is always going to throw the ball. A bunch. That's just how they're built. And I think Russell Cage has wide receiver one potential in the flex spot. And what I mean by that is he's going to put up wide receiver one numbers if you start him in your flex. So if you're debating between a flex option like, I don't know, David Montgomery, right? Or if you're thinking of a flex option of a tight end like Noah Fant or something, start Russell Cage over them because he's got more potential and upside than those other two players. The other two players are probably going to give you somewhere between 10 and 15. Russell Cage has the potential to give you 20, 21, because he can catch six balls, 100 yards, and touchdowns. He didn't even throw the ball. He almost yeah. had a throwing touchdown last week. Yeah, to Julio Jones. Yeah, who was dropped a, it right through yeah, his hands. Exactly. Uh, my other start of the week, probably not owned in any league, in any of your leagues, is Michael Pittman Jr. He might have gotten picked up in some because, you know, Paris Campbell got hurt for the Colts. But the Jets' defense can't stop a nosebleed. As you could tell in our first segment, I'm just disgusted with the Jets. And I don't, their defense is terrible. I mean, they've been down, they've given up. You know, 21 points in both first halves of of the last two games. So Michael Pittman on the outside against the Jets' number two corner. Trust me, you're gonna want to think about playing him this week. He's probably projected around seven to ten points in in standard in in standard leagues and anywhere from like 12 to 14 in, in PPRs because he's gonna get a lot of work this week. Because I don't see the the Colts even flirting with running the football against the Jets front because that's actually something the Jets can do well is stopping the run. Yeah. Except the 80-yard touchdown run in the third and 31. But other than that, the, the Niners so have like, pretty good. Well, yeah. the Niners only had like 1.9 yards per carry other than those two runs. So the Jets stopped the run well. I think Frank Reich Smart's going to throw the ball a lot. How about you, though? Uh, let, let me get you now. Like two I want starts. Your two starts, and then we'll go into our sits after. Yeah. But let me hear your two well, starts. Well, uh, you guys can call me Skip Bailey to this show. I don't care. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, hey, I'm very... Hey, Skip. Hey, Skip. Hey, Skip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very biased, but I think it's a good bias for this week. The Seahawks, right, are the, the worst defense right now in the league. Somehow, some way, but they are. They give they up are, a lot of yards. They give up a lot of yards more than any other team in the league. So... 
I'm going with the Cowboys, right? I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I think, again, it's going to be another big week for Dak Prescott, like we talked about before. He yeah. just came off a big big momentum win. That whole offense came off a big momentum win. He had to score a lot of points get back in the game. I think he's going to score a lot of points in this game again. So I think Dak Prescott, who is top three in the league in passing yards, um, the guy looks resilient right now. He's aiming for that contract. He wants to keep making a statement for himself. I think if you start him, I think you're going to get a lot of points out of him once again. Um, no doubt and, about it. And then I think uh, the other start... I got a three for one here. I think if you either got Cooper, Lamb, or Gallup, seriously. Just hammer you, the Cowboys. Yeah, if you just hammer the Cowboys. If you literally have everyone from the Cowboys offense, if you're that as biased as me on your fantasy team, I think you start all of them. I seriously think this offense is going to explode, look even better than it did last week in their comeback. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with you. I don't think I think Seattle's defense gets a little too much hype. They were 22nd in the league last year. They, yeah, they added Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams is a liability in coverage. He got burned for a 7 for 7 for 135 yards last week against Edelman and, and, and any other player that matched up against them. They, they're not that good of a defense. They win because of Russell Wilson, and that's the only yeah, reason. It's going to be an offensive shout uh, Yeah, shout 100%. Um, as for my sits, we'll go into those now. Uh, I'm sorry, Giant fans. I know I've been very rude to them this week. I'm not touching any of those running backs. I know, I bet you Gallman was picked up in your league. I bet you Lewis was picked up in the league. I bet you a bunch of people were uh, were picking up Devonta Freeman on Sunday night, uh, with expectations that he's going to be signed by the Giants. Stay away this week. Just stay away. Uh, the, the Niners still have some pieces on their defense and they're very stout against the run. Uh, I think the Giants are going to try to win the game through the air because of Sherman being out and the 49ers second cornerback being out as well with the soft zones. I think Daniel Jones is a great quarterback against the zone. And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna say just stay away from the Giants running back. They're not going to run the ball effectively on, so on it's Sunday. It's like having an Oklahoma drill without any blockers. Yeah, yeah you, I, I mean, yes, that too. And, and if Saquon Barkley couldn't put up fantasy numbers, what makes you think Devonta Freeman, Deion Lewis, or Wayne Gallman are going to make plays? Deion Lewis... In deeper leagues, might be able to be a startable player because he catches a lot out of the backfield. But other than that, just stay away from their running backs. My second sit is David Johnson of the Texans against the Steelers' defense. I think the Steelers are going to basically put the onus on Deshaun Watson. They're going to say, if you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us through the air. And we're not going to let you establish any type of run game because we want to see what Deshaun Watson's made up against our set uh, against our uh, secondary so i'm gonna sit david johnson he didn't really put up numbers last week uh i don't think he's gonna put up numbers this week he's he's a solid bench guy to have as a running back just put him on your bench play matchups with him and you know he's a good guy to have on your on your team's bye week so your running backs bye week i'm just staying away from david johnson this week against the steelers they're a top three defense just stay away that's my advice. Can agree more. How about I like you, those, I like who, are, who are you sitting this week? Gonna be a little more biased. All right. Well, well, first before I say anything, I know I love the bias. I know, I know. But before before I even say anything, besides even being biased, as much as I hate Philadelphia and I want their city to burn, but I do like Carson Wentz. I think that he is a great guy. I think. I mean, like I know it's, you're I a sound, quarterback. In the NFL. Sound, you're a great. I, guy. I sound like one of those girls that like friends with a guy right now. Yeah, like oh, you're a good guy, but but but. For real, I think Carson Wentz is struggling right now. Um, do I believe he has he has talent? Yes, but you're you have, you wear green, so that's your fault, guy. But um, 
It's not his fault he's, he got drafted. But. Yeah, yeah, I know. But he, right now he's got like a 51.9 passer rating. He does not look good. He's missing a lot of throws that we have not seen him miss in a while. Yes. He just doesn't look like Carson Wentz, like MVP Carson Wentz 2017. Nope. Um, so I think that's the reason why they drafted Jalen Hurts, because they were afraid something like this would happen. And, and it's starting to come to life. And even Eagle fans and some Eagle analysis, are, they're, they're starting to realize that, that yeah. like Carson Wentz, Maybe not be the guy anymore for the Philadelphia Eagles. Which but is crazy to think. I know about. it is insane because think about it, two years ago, everybody was they were ten and one, and he was in the MVP talk. Exactly, blew out his knee. In the exactly, Olympics. and ever since then, he just honestly hasn't been the same. And you know, injuries hurt people; they change people, and it, it's so unfortunate because, like I said, I generally do like Wentz, but right now, I even if they are going against the Bengals, which is a game which they might win, I even I'm so on the fence with it. You but, love the Bengals. I love Joe Burrow. They're so bad. I love Joe they're Burrow. A bad, they're, a Joe bad, Burrow. they're a bad football team. <laughs> Joe Burrow, baby. But um, I would say sit Carson Wentz right now. Unless you – I because I, this could be a game where he could change his performance, but why risk it? I would sit him right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, And uh, I know you were saying about it earlier because you are starting uh, – what's his name? Cage, right? Russell Cage. Russell yeah. Cage, yeah. Uh, I would sit Julio Jones right now. He's battling an injury. Obviously, he is not looking like himself. Um, dropped a wide open touchdown last week against Cowboys. I probably would have sealed the game. Um, yeah. And yeah, and probably would have changed the whole momentum of that and game. Probably would have won two of my fantasy matchups, mother. Exactly. And he only had what two receptions, twenty four yards last yeah. week. Yep. He is not looking looking himself. He's not looking like Julio Jones. Um, he's battling to his injury. So right now, I would sit Julio Jones. Can, can you believe this? Here's some insight on my fantasy teams. In one league, I drafted Julio Jones and Michael Thomas. The last like three years, if anybody had that combination, that's like they're ridiculous. Pr- they're probably ripping apart the league. The one year I decided, I, I decided with my injury, I got injury, injury. I got Michael Thomas, I think fifth, and somehow Julio Jones in a ten person league fell all the way back to fifteen. So I'm like, you know what? Why pick a running back here? I'm just gonna go double yeah, up, my- double up on great receivers. And then let's add this: I added Travis Kelsey in the third round. Then I got Chris Carson in the fourth round. I mean, this team going in, I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. I'm winning my money. Julio Jones was like nowhere to be found the first couple weeks. Michael Thomas puts up four points the first week, and now is hurt. I traded his ass, and now Julio Jones is screwing me over, mm-hmm. and, and is like nowhere to be found. Uh, it's rough right now. That's dude. how my fantasy life goes. That's 2020 for you, if I ever seen it. Oh my god. I was here. Your buy low, it's sell terrible. high. Buy. Right so I'm buying low and I'm selling high. Hmm. Speaking of wide receivers, big names that you would probably love to have on your fantasy team a couple years ago, I'm buying low on A.J. Green. Mike, you'll be happy I'm talking about your Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, and sir. And your love for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Uh, I'm buying low so, on A.J. Green because I think people are giving up on him, yet he leads the Bengals in targets. Joe Burrow loves throwing his way. It's a huge body receiver who's had tough matchups the first couple of weeks. I, I I mean Denzel Ward locked him down. Denzel Ward is a top corner in this league. It has it's not a testament to AJ Green. He's a couple batted passes, tough contested catches from a big fantasy week last week on Thursday night football Absolutely. for a short week. And, and 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 week one, you know, the Chargers are no are no sluggish team either on defense. That's a tough team as well. So I think AJ Green, buy low on him. Stash him on your bench because he's gonna break out. I'm still. I have him in one league. I'm starting him every week because I know he's gonna break out. He's in my flex, so I have that luxury. But I think he's gonna he's gonna break out soon because he gets way too many targets and he's too good of a receiver. He was hurt the last two years. I understand, but listen, I'm buying low on AJ Green. I'm selling James Conner high. He always gets hurt. Yeah. He put up a big week last week. 
throw it out in your in your chats or 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 your text messages. Just throw out, hey, James Conner's available, and see what you can get for him. Because I feel like running back with all these running back injuries and in your injuries in general, people are gonna buy high on running uh, buy high on running backs because they think if we I get a good running back, I can find matchups with wide receiver. Well, throw if you have the luxury and James Conner's not your number one fantasy running back, throw it out there. See what you can get for James Conner. I'm selling high on James Conner. I like it. Yep. I like it. As for me, I know you helped me out this a little bit, Tom, and, and I couldn't agree more with these picks, but buy low. I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Um, obviously, people are afraid right now because obviously, you know, you know, I need a running back. I need a running back because he's hurt right now. Yeah. Um, what is the what is the estimate? Only three weeks, right? Uh, he's on the IR, so he's automatically out three weeks, and then yeah. he can return the fourth. But they're saying anywhere from four to six weeks. Four to six weeks. And, and and to add on to your McCaffrey move for people listening, is most people with the number one pick took McCaffrey. When you're in the number I one did. slot, you're not gonna have a bad foot a bad fantasy team unless you're a terrible owner. So they probably didn't have a top waiver, which means they didn't get Mike Davis. So yeah. that's why I'm saying. You know, buy low on McCaffrey because they're going to want players now. Yeah, exactly. So that's I, why I agree with you. Not, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, good. Mark took the words out of my mouth, and then <laughs> thanks, Tom. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, sell high. I'm going to go David Montgomery. Um, I think he had a good outing against the Giants last week. I think he's going to continue that. And I think the fact that Mitchell Trubisky isn't looking like a liability anymore, and it never past, was. I know it never was, but I'm saying, but it's. He, he was, but never was in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you just give hope to people. You just really do. I'm an optimist. You what are you want? a walking saint. But, but, <laughs> yeah, okay. but I think <laughs> I think he's going to continue his outing this week. I would I would sell high for him, especially with the with the deal with running backs right now and how many are going down. I think David Montgomery, um, he's one to pick up because he's going to start. Yeah, and you know what? You make a good point. I feel like a lot of people who had McCaffrey probably get got a guy like David Montgomery later in drafts. It's a good. After they pick, yeah. they, you might be able to sell high on. Uh, you know, David Montgomery for a, for a team that had McCaffrey, so it's a good it's a it's a good idea to to sell McC- uh, Montgomery high and buy you know McCaffrey low. Yeah, exactly. stash McCaffrey on your IR or your bench if you don't have an IR spot, mm-hmm. and and then reap a, the benefits. Reap the benefits if your team can survive the four to five weeks and whatever. Don't go and buy McCaffrey if your team's 0-2 or you're having trouble running. You don't go sell now. anything. Yeah. yeah. Don't go sell anything that makes your team worse. If you're the luxury, let's say you're 2-0, you have three running backs already, you know, like a like a Jonathan Taylor and James Conner combo, and you can go get McCaffrey low, do it. Do it. Steal. Stash him on your bench. Steal. You'll, you'll reap the benefits in a couple weeks. Steal. And, and, and listen, fantasy – don't freak out after two weeks, okay? There's a lot of fantasy football left. I'm not freaking out. I have three 0-2 teams. I, I made some deals this week, but I didn't freak out too much. I like my teams. Be confident with your picks. Rape the waiver wire. That's my Just rape it. I mean, do your research and rape it. That's how you win. Rape the waiver wire. Take our advice. Buy low on these guys. Sell high on these guys. Yeah. And listen. And you're going to have a fucking win. Yeah. And you know what? You're going to get ready for more advice from us, right, Mike? Because we're about to win some moolah. Moolah, baby. Let's get it. Gambling segment coming next. Welcome back. You know where the time it is, Tom. Ready? You ready for it? Here comes the money. Yes, sir. <laughs> 
Alright, let's get it. It's <laughs> some gambling. Our favorite time. Segment. Our favorite segment. The last seven say the best for last. Always. It is time to have our picks for this upcoming week. Tom, tell me who you like this week. Yes, sir. My football Friday picks. I'm ripping through these three. Let's go. Let's get it going. I'm going. Listen, I'm going against my team. I'm going Colts laying 11 to the Jets. The Jets are going to be without their starting center. They're starting right tackle. Three of their starting wide receivers. Listen, they're a disaster. Adam Gay sucks. I'm going Colts minus 11. Lay the 11. <laughs> Show them your balls and lay the 11. You have the Colts. Go- you have the Colts go- an egg, bro. 11 points. Listen, I'm oh taking my it. God. My second game, Giant fans, I've been bashing you all podcast. Listen, I'm going back to the well, except this time. For some water. And I'm going Giants getting four at home. I think the Niners being four-point favorites on the road <laughs> with all these injuries is just disrespectful to the Giants. I think the Giants show up. I think they win outright if you won't even want to go that way. Giants plus four at MetLife at home. And my last pick for my Football Friday threesome here is the Washington Redskins. I meant... Sorry, sorry, do not take this off of Spotify yeah, and Apple Music because I just said the Washington Redskins. Christ, I'm going Washington football team <laughs> plus seven over the Cleveland Browns. You're going to burn us before we even get anywhere, Tom. <laughs> I'm not buying nah. the Browns over the Redskins. I'm, the football team. Jesus, Tom, did you learn? I had to start this over. This no, no, it's fine. Know. Everyone knows you didn't mean it. It's an accident. Okay. Um, it's an accident. We'll blur it out. So, yes. <laughs> Bleep. <laughs> Bleep. Um, if yeah, so hard where I can say Redskins still, so can we. Yes. El Prez. Love you, El Prez. Yeah, but, yes, it. my three picks. Colts playing 11 against the Jets at home. Giants getting four at home. And the Washington football team. There you go. Getting seven points on the road. Mikey D. Alright, so this is my three-game parlay for the week. Like I was saying earlier, I like the Bears. Um, I think they're gonna get plus three in Atlanta this week. I think Atlanta might win the game, but I think it's gonna be very close. Um I I think Atlanta's in shambles right now. Um they just, they just blew a 30-point lead in a game. So don't expect them to come out too hot. I think Chicago is gonna come in and get plus three on them. And then Cincinnati! Bengals, Jim. Oh, Jim. Oh, my God. Joe, big, slow, burrow. He's about to lay plus five against that Eagles team. I just don't trust the Eagles right now. Obviously, like I said, I might be biased, but I just don't trust them right now. I don't think they're playing really good at all. Um, and the Bengals have been uh, hanging in there with, uh, you know, the Chargers are a good team. They hung out in there with the Chargers. Um, and, uh, yeah, the Browns. It was a close one. But I, I just think that Cincinnati will that. cover against the Eagles. I you love, love the, the, your love. Yeah, big dick. Your love for the Bengals plus your hate for the Eagles is just a recipe for disaster. <laughs> this is, just, this this is the biggest bet I've ever you know, I'm gonna put hundreds on. Um and then the third game to cap it off, I'm gonna take the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers upright up. against nice. uh, Houston. I don't think I don't know what's going on with Houston right now. They just they just don't look like the Houston Texans that we know. Um, Pittsburgh's playing really well. I think they're going to stop Deshaun Watson in that offense, and I think uh, Ben Roethlisberger is just going to continue his hot streak. I think that they're going to just win upright. Uh, just a plus 435 parlay. Let's, let's win some money. Beautiful. So rip them off again. Who are you going with? Your three teams. Just rip the them off. three teams. Chicago Bears plus three against Atlanta Falcons. Cincinnati Bagels plus five against the Philadelphia Eagles. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers upright against Houston Texans. Love to hear it. All right. To end this segment, we got to give you – each of us have to give you a prop bet. 
um, to put in. Now, these are your crazy plus 500s, plus 600, plus 70. Throw 10, throw 20 shekels on it. You're looking at $200 in your account. I did it Monday night. I put Alvin Kamara, propped it, boost on DraftKings. $25 first touchdown. Boom. $300 right in my account. So, Mikey D, give me your prop bet for this weekend. Who is If it? you hear the Dallas Cowboys, this you month. think of points. Points, baby. Bias, but points. I think the Seahawks and Cowboys game, they are going over. The over-under is 53.5 right now. It is a lot of points, but I think these two offenses, I think they're dynamic. Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott is going to be a matchup of the year. I think they both get over 53.5 points. Beautiful. So you are going over, over, hammering the over. Hammer the over. In the Seahawks boys game. I like it. My prop bet, Giant fans, I'm coming back to you again here. Yeah. I'm coming back. I told you to. Uh, I told you this. You suck. We hate, but I we told love you to you. stop taking sh- talking shit about jet- the Jets. Then I told you to stay away from the running backs in fantasy. But you know what? For my prop bet, let's go to the running backs. I think let's say the Giants get the ball down the field. They're sitting at the one yard line, right? 49ers are expecting them maybe Daniel Jones rollout, throw to Evan Ingram, right? No, yeah, they're right. going to hand the ball off to their biggest back. You know who their biggest back is? Wayne Effin Gallman. Wayne Gallman is plus nine forty to score the first touchdown throw of the football game. It. Bet Wayne Gallman. My prop bet is Wayne Gallman. First touchdown score. He's plus 900. You can even go anytime touchdown score. He's plus 400. So go Wayne Gallman. My prop bet. First touchdown. And and anytime touchdown score. Just lock it in. I'm telling you Wayne Gallman's going to do that. It's going to happen. That's some big money. And you'll be in for a big money weekend if you get those first touchdown scores. That $10 bet puts 200 in your account. Covers your parlays for the weekend. It's a beautiful recipe big money, big for money. winning. I like it, Tom. Love it. I like it. Bro. You went from bashing the Giants to, to, to absolutely, just absolutely loving it. Top of them off. Needing them, picking them to win. Wayne Gallman to get me freaking money in my FanDuel account. Like, full board Giants. Big money. Just crazy, right? Because, you know, Jeff fans are supposed to hate Giant fans. Wrong. Good Giants fan you are. Yes, I am. Let's All go Giants. Right. Let's oh. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro. Great podcast. This yeah. is a good one. This is a good yeah, one. Well, I think it was very enjoyable. We, we, miss, we miss Zach, but... We do miss Zach. Um, we'll get we him back next week, though. Week. Yeah. Yes, sir. Listen. Week three next week for us. Yeah. But week four of the NFL season. Best of luck to everybody with their money, fantasy, and their teams, whoever you may like. Mike, good luck to the boys. I hope they beat the Seahawks. The I Jets. hate Jamal Adams. Remember Jamal Adams last year when the Jets beat him said, how about them Cowboys? Dude, I hope that Prescott throws for 500 yards on that fucking pussy. I hope the Jets, anyway, I hope the Jets don't get lose by 11. Listen, if they lose by 5, I'll be happy because that means they were competitive. <laughs> All right, people. ZMT Sports signing off. We'll see you next week. Here. Here.